There's no like be- well, there's not like being on AI. Welcome to the Anfield Press podcast. Today I have the main man Graham Kelly and Jack from Anfield Express. Today I'm I am only hosting it by myself as RKT is not here today. Today we'll be talking about transfers, questions for Kelly and story behind Seco. So we will start with transfers right now. Come on, so, get into it. First, we're going to Keita. So, Graham, what's your thoughts on Keita? Uh, Keita, you know, being honest, it's one of them players that you, you, you don't know a great deal about because you don't watch him week in, week out. I think I've watched him about four times, um, and that's literally because Bundesliga came on BT and BT's on Sky now. So, um, you know, I'm a, a very much a Sky man. I've, I've always said that. So I've, I've I've always known the Spanish league and the Premier League. That's me, and that's me done in a nutshell. But with with BT access and Bundesliga, I've watched a few games this year. Um, he's always someone that impressed me. Um, I don't like the comparison to Kante because I think he offers more than Kante from an attacking perspective. He's more box to box, and the people that are in the know, you know, when you go through Twitter and you look at you know people who know about the German league with Sam Maguire and Dave Hendricks, they say he is a complete game change for us. And he's probably the sort of player we need that can break up play and push forward, like Vieira did for Arsenal and things like that. Um, you know, again, I didn't know too much about him when when I was told we were we were heavily interested in him. And I tweeted about it in something like February or March. And then it, it, I, was said, I was told in, in, in May before the season had ended that, you know, that the, the player would like the move to Liverpool. So really, when you and then when you're told Liverpool want to spend a hell of a lot of money and break the transfer windows, you think when you're dealing with Red Bull Leipzig, it wouldn't be, you know, it would be quite straightforward. And um, it's not worked out that way. OK, they're very heavily backed by Red Bull and... Uh, they're not they're not a club that are without fortune, but I just think that it'll come down to you know what the player actually wants, and you know I've heard it's closer than it has been, so it, it's 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 moving along at the at the pace it wants to. I remember James Pierce saying last week would be um, a very important week for for the transfer, and I think this week's been maybe more important because it, we have progressed talks. It's not like it's at a standstill and it's dead. Um, it is moving along, and it's, it's uh, again, you know, I think I've hung my hat on really that I'd expect us to get the deal done um, with Kaita. I think it's a huge sign for us, and I think it's a huge sign for FSG because Klopp's come into the position, and I think we had the sixth best squad, maybe even the seventh at a push mm. last year, and to get top four and maybe lead the league at Christmas, it was a massive achievement. Who knows what we would achieve if Marnie wouldn't have gone away and we had the amount of the huge amount of injuries we had, um, which were quite catastrophic to us. So FSG need, really needs to go and get Klopp's first choices because, being honest, we're not we're not really investing in our second choices. So uh, there's there's a, there must be a, a confidence and a belief that we will get the the players we want. Um, but it's huge for FSG. You know, I always say, you know. I'm not someone that slags them off. I'm not someone that endorses them dramatically. I think they've done a great thing for our club in, you know, in inverted commas, rescuing us. Um, people mm. say, no, they didn't. But being honest, at the end, they were the only people willing to fight Hicks and Gillette for us. There was other bidders, but they weren't willing to go to the high court and oust them from our club, um, which is what they did. They've done what they said. They built a main stand. They got us a world-class manager. Um uh, and he kept us at Anfield, which is always going to be huge to me. It's going to be massive because a lot of people would have gone and built a, a £500 million stadium in um, Stanley Park for the same amount of seats we've got now and being in massive amounts of debt. So I think it's huge because they've done almost everything else they've said. If they can deliver upon, uh, like they did with the Red Sox, a Premier League title uh, and the players that Klopp wants, I don't think we can then complain about them ever again, to be honest. On um on Keita, do you think we'll bid the seventy million pound for him? Or do you I don't think, think it's we'll... seventy million. I don't. No one knows what they want because they've said they'll turn down a hundred million. So yeah. uh, I tend to believe that the the seventy million is a myth. Um, I, I think we've got to make a bid first, which we haven't. But we're in discussion. So would they discuss with us if they didn't want? Not didn't. They don't want to sell, but the player yeah. wants to move. The agents want to move. The manager, the general manager. 
apparently are okay with the move. Yeah. Yeah. I said, and yeah. Even, and on. even on, right, well, do you think Kate is worth 70 million, you believe, from what you've, from what you've heard? I, I think he is, because I think it's a good long-term investment as well. You look at it, he's only 22, and he's already, you know, been influential in the Bundesliga, especially firing Leipzig to second-place finish. I think they finished, yeah. Um, but I find it a bit awkward that not another club hasn't really uh, inquired about him or anything like that. It's just Liverpool really going after him, and that seems a little bit strange. Right, you could say like, they might not value Cade to at 70 million. They might think he's like worth 40. Yeah. Like that. So, because I, I remember about three months before. It was forty million they wanted for him. Yeah. And it went up to seventy million. Now they wanted a hundred million. I don't think they want a hundred million though, do they? I think they, they, what they said was we wouldn't sell for a hundred million. So yeah, it, it's just an off the cuff comment that they've made, and I think it's there for negotiation. Um, and this has happened before. Bloody hell, yeah, happened. And said they wouldn't sell Marnie for a hundred yeah, yeah. million, and all these other clubs. You've seen it a million times. You wouldn't sell. X for you know remember Figo the day before he went to Real Madrid he said he wouldn't sell for 100 million and then sold him for you know, 47 million a day before and I remember that exactly, I was yeah. quite into the Barcelona thing at the time because it was on Sky as I've said but it's it's not about for it's, it's, I don't think I think that was an off the cuff comment and I think there will be a deal done I don't know how much for but I know that we'll we'll break our transfer record for him obviously do you think it'll be before we start our first game of the season against Watford? I don't know. As I said, yeah, they, you know, they, 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 they took on three centre mids, promised them all that they'll start. You know, they've yeah. got two centre mids already, bought three. You can't start five centre mids. So God knows if they go on tour. He was left out of their promotional material. I know why, and I'm I'm I'm, I'm acting the twat saying that because um, <laughs> I know why. I know I know why, and it wasn't down to the account they were going to sell him. Um, Keith Cater was away from football for a month. Um, which, you know, again, I told everyone that he's going to be away from football for a while um, because he had his own personal, not horrific, just, it's, it's a positive thing for him, but he, he's away and it's, it, it, they were just doing the photo shoot during that time. So I'm not saying that they left him up, but they could easily photoshop him back in and stuff and he just yeah, didn't seem so bothered, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, L Liberation asked on Twitter, he tweeted me saying, is Kate likely to hand in a transfer request? No. No? No. Definitely not. Right. From, from just one of it, um, from one of it, you know, he, he loves Red Bull and he, he, he appreciates... Because you've got to think he hasn't just played for Red Bull Leipzig. He played for, yeah, he's played for Red Bull Salzburg, yeah. There you go, Austria. So he owes Red Bull a lot, so he's not going to go and fuck them over. I'm quite glad about that. Um, think he'll get um, number eight yeah. if he arrives? Yeah, yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think we've got, to, we've got to exercise that demon. And if there is a player out there, you know, that would... I'd like to have uh, retired it, but I'm, 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 a, I'm a tit in that way. But if you yeah. don't, it's one of them whereby, you know, if you're making your record signing and then giving him Gerard's number, and he has, he does come with that influence, you know, for statistics, I think um, he's in the top three centre mids in Europe or something, so, and then in, he's in the Bundesliga team of the year and this, that and the other. So you just got to, you got to look at it that there's, there's a worthy, there's a worthy um, success in there, isn't there? Yeah, definitely. Uh, someone called um, Anfield Sam also asks, who's the hero? that Graham Kelly hinted at being crucial in keeping the Van Dijk deal alive? Well, I, I, no, I'm not going to say the name because it's not fair, but <laughs> we put it this way, you know, at, at one point, the Southampton the deal, um, they didn't want to speak to us. They were disgusted with how things went. Yeah. And again, I'm not going to go into the reasons why I've said it will after the summer. It just doesn't help us. If we start putting <laughs> things out on Twitter that are negative about FSG and Liverpool, when it's not that negative, it, it happens in business every single day. It's just that we got called out on something and that's, it is what it is. You know, people go on about Blackpool. We had written permission from Southampton to speak to him in Blackpool. Yeah. We had that. There's other things that people are saying we didn't have um, permission for. So everyone goes, oh, we met him in Blackpool. We have fucking permission because Chelsea met him and City met him also to negotiate with him. Now he's fell in love with Klopp and they've done what they've done. But it fell in love fucking But, you know, he's, <laughs> he's, no, he's, 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 bought into the, he's bought into the culture of what Klopp's talking about. So I'm making him a leader of the team. So it's one of them whereby Southampton were totally away from the table and someone who's got a good relationship with Southampton has, has literally made us on speaking terms again. 
to a point yeah. whereby Les Reed is 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 Les Reed works for Southampton is actively speaking to you know Michael Edwards now and stuff, and that's down to one person, no one else. And do and if without that person, I probably would have said the deal's dead after well, that time. When do you think Van Dyke's going to hand in a transfer request by any chance? It was meant to be last week, but well, I've not I've heard up to today, yeah. So, so we're good. Welcome. So how long's a piece of thing? You never know because, again, I was told this at the weekend that um, Southampton's manager doesn't want an unhappy player there. He'd mm-hmm. rather have the money and go and spend some, you know, go and spend it. You know, one of our former players, isn't he? Um, yeah, yeah. But it, it, it's one of them whereby maybe they think because you've got to think this lads. If he transfers, I know we all go. Well, he's going to be on two hundred grand a week. He won't be. He'll be on. Um, he'll be on good words, but it, it'd be performance related and stuff like that. And if he has an injury like he did this season, his pay will go down considerably. So you got to think that these lads are in it for a short time. You know, it's, it's it, 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 he can get ten percent of the transfer fee. So say we do pay sixty five million, we're asking him to go and you know sacrifice six and a half million to put a transfer request in. You know, and everyone go well. It's only. You know, you try and sign off six and a half million quid. It'd be hard to do, um, when it's in your back pocket. So, uh, but I think I think with people now Liverpool talking, I think he's maybe is he thinking that maybe the did the deal can get done because the manager's one unhappy player there. Leslie speaking yeah. to Edwards, does he think it can get done without the transfer request? I don't know. Um, I think it, I think if he has to, he will. Well, it looks like it looks like to. there's going to be four. Possible incomings in terms of obviously Robertson, Oxley, Chamberlain, Van Dyke, and Kate. Do you think there'll be any more than that, or do you think that's it? No, again, we're watching a lot of kids. There's a lot of you know youngsters that were the next gen, if you like, that we're looking at people like Solanke, who we signed um, from Chelsea. Um, the, the, the net is far and wide, and I'm told we're actually speaking to up to 20. So um, I'm not saying we're signing 20 youngsters. Yeah, of course. I, I think the only players to come in after that would be, um, would be to supplement the squad. You got to think there's players like Grugic and stuff that are going to be given a chance this year, and um, and and Solanke isn't bought. To, you know, do, do, we've had massive offers for him to go on loan, even from a Premier League clubs, um, one or two Premier League clubs. So it's one of them whereby we've said no, so we utilise them for the first team squad, um, so so you know. There's there's plenty of games. This is the 67 games if we want to win every competition. This yeah, year. yeah. So this this fucking hell, you need two or three squads to play that many games. That's why we're getting all the depth, and now you'll see like Wijnaldum and Lallana on the bench this season if we do sign Keita. Well, I don't well, want to so see Wijnaldum on the bench. But no yeah, need to do I. Times we will. Yeah, that times we will. But you know, we, but I can't see him playing over Coutinho or Keita. Definitely. No, I, I understand that, but again, as we just said, he's not playing 67 games. Is are the you know when you're playing cannon fodder at home. Um, you can give your flair players a rest so they're, they're, they're kicking on for the big games and, and we semi did that you've seen you know with Klopp's teams I think, and I think Klopp's learning as well you know because at Dortmund he got so many injuries because we just went all out and I noticed in games we'd go all out for like 10 minutes and then we'd have a, a breather for 15 and then we'd go all out again and maybe that's us um, you know looking at how, how we perform with our injuries and stuff and um the sports science team taking a part in, in in how we play. I don't I don't know, but it's we're gonna need more than we're gonna need more than the first eighteen next year, put it that way. Now you've seen it a lot last season as well with the amount of youngsters we had on the bench. You've seen like obviously Woodburn was on the bench more than he would have been expected to and stuff like that. And I don't think we'll see that next season unfortunately with like youngsters coming through being on the bench all the time. Like obviously Woodburn Alexander Arnold was. Yeah, I think I one think of them will go on loan as well. Be, you know, uh, oh, oh, there's uh, talks of Ojo going on loan, isn't there, today? Yeah, yeah. But Trent Alexander-Arnold won't go on loan. I'd be surprised no. if he weren't starting by by mid-season or something. He's massively rated. I mean, look at that. We, we, we signed a deal with him only more, seven months ago. We just gave yeah. a new deal now, and another new long-term deal. He's so highly rated, and rightly so, because he's he looks a cut above, even when he plays for England under-19s and stuff, and under-23s. He is special. You know, he scored two a few months ago for the under-23s. He's a, he's a quality player. Um, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if he was our first choice by the end of next season. Um, but, you know, as as we say, if, if we if we get the players that we're talking about, Keita and Van Dijk, and we could have a bench that consisted of, you know, Lovren and Henderson and um, 
Why not? I'll be surprised to see Lallana and Why not? obviously on the bench as well because you look how good they actually done last season in new roles. It's surprising, isn't it? It's but, but it's, it's good. It's a... can play. You know, yeah. you can play Lallana as part of the, the three in midfield or the three up top. You know, yeah, exactly. That that's important to have that flexibility. You know, and people like Salah and Mane. They do so. They're so fast twitch players because they're so fast. They do suffer from injuries. They will have thigh and hamstring injuries. So because um, you, you can't play them for ninety minutes, there's, there's studies out there to say, you know, once they start becoming fatigued, then their legs change. You know, Wenger's king at it. Dennis Bergkamp couldn't play past the seventy-second minute, and they yeah. tested him and tested him and tested him. They could never get it. If they showed, they showed that his level dropped that much. So you you go back and look at <clears throat> Bergkamp's history. He's pulled off on the seventy-second minute, even if he's having a blinder. Sometimes he just yeah. took him off because his body's not up to it. His sport, the support scientists knew what what to entail. So we've we've got to manage our players like that. And to have fucking out to have Lallana on the bench, mate, or a Lallana start Even because Marley's Oxley on the bench. Chamberlain are possibly on the bench as well. If you look yeah, at it like that, we'll, it, it, we'll have a again, lot of the, the Oxley Chamberlain's going to be a tough one as well. But again, like, there's reasons to say that's advanced. And, and bloody hell, I think I tweeted that out when I was born. It was that early because. He was he he is that he is that far advanced with Liverpool, but if you're Arsenal, you know he's he's declined a new contract and apparently that came out today. Um, but if you're Arsenal, I think I'd rather have him for a year than than accept twenty million or thirty million. What are they going to do with that money? Do you know I mean they're not in the Champions League? Who are they going to replace him with? In all honesty, yeah, exactly. So he's, he's not really a regular right. starter though, is he at Arsenal? No, and, and, and it might come down to it where Van goes, well, I'm better off with the 2025 mil. But, yeah. but you know, if, we'll have to wait and see on that because, um, yeah, if he goes anywhere, he's going to Liverpool. And I, I still think he's going to go to Liverpool. But again, could be a late one because people want to just try and, you know, they've offered him more money than we'll offer him. So there's a magic number which he'll definitely stay for because I think everyone's got that number. So let, let's just see what happens. Because I had, I had a very... Apart from he's doing things in the background that would lead you not to believe that he's he's not having us on. But I just thought maybe he's using us for a better deal. I don't know. You, you look at where he can play though as well. He can play right back, he can play central midfield, he can play any like he can play in the right wing of the If he's coming he wants to play central. Oh, is it definitely central? That's what but he, he wants. He, but that's what I mean if Klein, if Klein ever gets like a rare injury or anything like that. No, we got sent there, but he could also fit in at right back. You've seen him at Arsenal at right wing back and he's put in man of the match performances nearly every single time he's played there. Yeah, he's got he's got everything to be that though, hasn't he? Do you know what I mean? But I I don't think yeah. I'd sign him to play right back because I I I don't want to stop the development of uh, Trent Alexander Arnold personally. Yeah. But as well as you say, now I've seen him play centre with against Chelsea and get man of the match there. So it but he has everything to be great. He's good, he's good on the ball and you know he goes under the radar. Go and look at his stats and there's only two people in the whole Premier League and he played most of it right back with more take ons than him. With more mm-hmm. balls delivered into the box, all these different things, and I mean balls delivered into the box to a target, not just putting a, not like Keith Gillespie just putting crosses into <laughs> the phone, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, not like just know, whacking it at your dude's head or anything like that. This was this this is to to a man as well. So, um, is is go and look at the stats, everyone, because they are very he's very misleading player because everyone just just tars him with this English brush ball. He's got everything to be a top player. He's he's big. He's strong. He's fit. He's good with both feet. He can pick a pass. He can pick. A, he can make a tackle. Um, you know, he, he presses. He's tactically aware. Technically, he's he's got everything to be great. He's twenty three. Do you know what I mean? Is he twenty three even? Yeah, you know, twenty three, twenty four. Yeah. So he's got he's got his best years ahead of him as well. So yeah, he's, he'd be a good signing for us. We don't have many utility players, do we? We don't have no. you know, the way we used to have Carragher and people, and you know we, we we play anyone anywhere. We don't have that at the moment, and I think Klopp does like that. And um, we've got Milner who plays left back instead of centre mid and stuff. But you know we, we we do need a little bit more of it, if I'm honest. What are your thoughts on a left back? Like, sorry, Adrian. Your name. Go we got a lot of uh, things about Robertson having me coming in and stuff like that. What do you thought? Who do you think will be the start left back next season? Do you think it'll be Milner or Robertson, or do you think they'll rotate? I think, but you know what? It sounds mad. I think it's Milner, and I think Robertson will back him up and maybe grow into the team. Um, which again, I know it's a strange one, but it's Klopp absolutely loves Milner and loves him in that position and loves what he's done for him. He doesn't moan. He gets on with it. And, um, uh, is it the perfect situation? I, I, <laughs> I think what about, it's. Fun. What about Joe Gomez? 
what do you think? He, used to, he was playing quite well. I think it was last season. I think I think him playing left back though, as he, as Graham said about the uh, Oxley team, stop his development. I think he's a born centre half. He just he plays I think that position quite well. Lads. I don't think he'll be at the club. To start. I think he'll go out on loan personally. Well, I don't think. I know it's more or less certain that he'll be offered out on loan. Do you think yeah. he'll go to a Premier League team or Championship? Yeah. No, a good Premier League. Yeah. Right. I think I seen yeah, Brighton and Huddersfield. There's there's, there's a few. There's Brighton, but um, Bournemouth. I think he'll have his choice to be honest and there's, there's rumours of Southampton won him on loan so um, oh, yeah. uh, who's, to, who's to know is it Flanagan going? You won't say. Yeah, I, I think Flanagan will definitely go I can't see him staying he's not even ahead of Trent in the pecking order well we've not even discussed them he couldn't even defend against Lincoln and they're like not even a professional team I think it's unfair on them because you know although you know, Flanagan did very well. Um, yeah, in the 13th, 14th season. Second, yeah. yeah. And then he's had a couple of horrific injuries, to be honest. And don't me wrong, he's already limited as a player. He just made the most of his, of, of, of any ability he had. And then when you have a couple of horrific injuries in that way, um, you know, no one's going to really do well after that. And then he's gone to Burnley, who already had people in his position who were... It was a daft move, really, because the people in his mm-hmm. position were... Where the, the the stalwart of the team between them and Keane, you know, they are the people who who, who we weren't going to get any against. So it was a daft move. I think it's one of them whereby he has to go and get a move to somewhere like Derby or something. Or yeah, I think he'll definitely Reading. go to the championship. Yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> somewhere, somewhere where he's going to play every single game. Do you know what I mean? I think that's what yeah. he has to do and get himself back on track. Remember Martin Kelly was at Liverpool oh, and I was yeah. told he'll, he'll never play at the top level again because what happened with Martin Kelly is he broke his spine and he was in a cast from when he was 15, 14 to 15 and a half in his back, in a back cast. So it changed the way he grew. So certain parts of him grew more than others. So it oh, was never, he never had a body that was going to cope with you know, Premier League football. And everyone said he's not going to... Now he starts every game for Palace. And he does really well. He plays some really blinding games. So it, it can happen. But I think to do that, you have to go to a club that is going to invest in the, the, the time in you. So I think Flanagan, unfortunately, you know, I, I love to be in a local field to the club. Um, and that's why I'm ecstatic with Trent Alexander-Arnold. But I think for Flanagan, the best thing for him is to move somewhere. Maybe, you know, Not even Premier League because you know, you're not guaranteed yeah. anything. No one's guaranteed a game. Maybe dropping the championship and playing every single game next season. Seen the ovation he got when he came back as well, though. Who was it that he came back against? I think it was uh, the League Cup semi-final against Stoke. And he, I think he started that game, or he might have came on. But Southampton. Was, I, I remember against Southampton, he was uh, he was captain, weren't he? Yeah. But Flanagan. And there was a game he started against City where he... Um, yeah, he did well then. He obviously he, he rattled he Sterling. And he's not, don't get me wrong, he's not, he's, he's one of them, he's not a, um, he's a red, do you know what I mean? He's not, he's he's not exactly a blue. proper bad defender either, he's not, but he's not very good, like, he's not a very good footballer, but he's not afraid to tackle or anything like that. No, no, and his timing of his tackles yeah. are good as well. Yeah, that's what I mean. But no, he did get, he, just... he got taken on a lot. As well, as a fullback, he got... Well, he's, he not, he's not less of pace anymore, is he? And look no. at the wingers in the Premier League, you know, you look at your Sterling and stuff like that, and, um, you know, you look at, look at if he was up against Salah and Mane as either fullback, he'd be absolutely fucking foobarred, wouldn't he? So it's one of them whereby, yeah, as I say, he's a, he's a great lad, and he's he's great for the club, he loves the club, he's a scouser, all that palaver. But yeah, for him, and if I was his old man, I'd be saying, yeah, go and get yourself some games. And I think that's what he'll do. Yeah, he should definitely do that. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think we should move on now. What what are your thoughts on Sacco? Where do you think he's going to go? To Palace? Or where? No, I've I've heard Roma. I've heard Roma were very interesting, but, you know, Munchie's not going to come and pay us £30 million. He, he, He'd want to pay £30 or something <laughs> like that. Cause, no, that's what he does, isn't it? So yeah. um, we know we, we feel we'll get the £30 million. Um, I, and I think there is a lack of top quality centre halves, uh, hence us being quoted seventy million for Van Virgil Van Dijk. It's 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 it, there's a lack of them out there. So you know, look at Moreno. We've got a thirteen and a half million pound bid on Moreno. Fucking Alberto Moreno. I uh, know disabled boats have to send better. Do you know what I mean? So it's it's one of them whereby it, it, you know we will get thirty million for Sarko. He's such a character. 
they say, and and you know, Sam Allardyce said only something like three weeks ago on the radio uh, that that he said Palace stayed up because of Sarko, because he came in and got them five clean sheets on the bounce because of his yeah, communication, exactly. because of his positioning, because of his leadership, because of his the way he plays. He's a great centre half. You know, he is a good centre half, and um, he's just not going to be a good centre half for Liverpool. So I just hope we do get the thirty million pound for him now. That's the thing. How long does he have left on his contract? I think he has. Oh, he, he has like years left, years, doesn't he? Yeah, 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 it's three, three and a half years. So I, I can't, I, I wouldn't know. But I know he signed one not so long ago. So it's, again, that's not the worry. The, the worry is who's going to come and pay 30 million. But we'll get someone. There will be someone that pays I think that. Palace will pay the 30. Haven't they agreed, I'm sure I've seen that they agreed terms with Sacco. So they, obviously, I think they'll put a bid in for him of 30 million. Do you know someone said to Someone on Twitter said to me, someone that's I've never spoken to him before, no information. And um, someone said something about Burnley, you know, to replace Keane. Burnley? We're interested in him, but that's again. There you go. Again, it's not information from me, I've not heard that at all. But when when they said it, when fucking hell, it does make sense, you know, replacing Keane with a French yeah. international who's a leader. And, and you know, Dice likes all that, doesn't he? Like someone who's. And they've lost the leader in Keane, he's a young lad, he was, he was always marshalling the defence and stuff like that. But. Um, yeah, I, I doubt he'd want to go there. I think if he went anywhere, he'd want to go to London, wouldn't he? Palace. Yeah. Uh, that's what I mean. I think he will go back to Palace in that way. Because Palace fans love him as well. Yeah, yeah they do. but rightly so, isn't it? You know, he come in, he do leaking goals for fun. Uh, he comes in, he get four clean sheets out the first five or something. So, mm. <laughs> And he beat Chelsea and Liverpool and all that in that, in that run. So, it's not rocket science. Yeah, it's yeah. true. Well... I've got a question from someone on Twitter, uh, can't pronounce his name. He said, if we don't sign our main targets, who would your alternatives be and why? Um, I haven't got alternatives. I don't really. I, I'm not. I'm not a scout. I don't. Look, honest to God, I'm terrible when it comes to players. I, you know, I think people like Moreno would have been fantastic, and I was made up because I seen him for Seville, and he was exactly what we want. And then he turns out terrible, and that's normally my 90% hit rate in him picking players. To be honest, um, I know the club have looked at. You know, obviously, they, yeah, yeah, but the, the thing is, maybe that's someone you'll say. Is that the Napoli lad? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, they they, they they might be players you want, but Liverpool will be looking at that Jimenez from Atletico but oh, yeah. Van Dijk doesn't come off. But again, which is weird because he's a, he'd be great with Van Dijk, not instead of Van Dijk as a player, do you know what I mean? He'd be a great partnership, not <laughs> not not someone who you'd replace with. But and he's a beast, Jimenez, I think he's a fantastic player. But you know, it, it, you've got to look at Liverpool, nothing's being linked on purpose because they're working on the first targets, lads. Again, without Keita, they're looking at Savage from um, Lazio. But again, there's a oh, 50, yeah. 60 million euro player. So it's not like we're going to go there and pay 8 million and get by this season before we can go and get Keita next season for 44 million euro. Oh, I don't know if you've seen it. I've seen, no, that, I think it's called Gladson Martins. I heard we put a 50 million pound bid in for him on the table yesterday. For Keita? No, um. Milinkovic Savic? It's from Ma- it's from oh, Martin. Gelson Martins. It's Gelson Martins. No. Yeah, I, I, I didn't believe that when I seen it. I don't, being honest, lads, I don't get I don't get everything comes out the club. I only know certain people. So you don't get everything. Uh, that that could be half, that could be true. But I've just never heard it ever spoke about in my life. I just don't see why we pay 50 million for a player who's exactly like Marnie to play back up to him. And he don't but, come you know, when the AF comes on. Yeah, but yeah, you only think about it, but again... 67 games, but you're right. I don't see us paying 60 million for a sub. Where Oxlade Chamberlain, yeah. if he's 25 million, he can go on the bench. But if you're buying Keita for 50 or 70 mil, why would you? Why? Why would? In what world would you do that? Oh, 50, 50 mil for this lad from Portugal, get on the bench. You know, yeah. it's 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 not the done thing. Um, he's so not exactly. He doesn't like score goals like Mane does, so I wouldn't say he's exactly a carbon copy as well of Mane either. He's a quick winger. I've seen when I've seen him. I've seen him like once or twice for sport. Be, being but, honest, I like Mane, and I was at the game when he's when he oh, come on and banged that hat trick. He banged that trick against us, and before then, I really didn't notice him. You know, in the Premier League, when we were winning two 0 I think he come on scored three. Um, did he come on? Or he, he scored, he scored two, and um, he missed the penalty, didn't he? And that Pella mm-hmm. scored. Oh, I can't remember. That, that mean, was when Martin scored. Came on at half time and lost us the game. Well, he was yeah, absolute lightning. Unfortunately, he's great. No, but like when I watched him, I came out the match and he's all I could speak about. 
Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. we went off about losing at that point because we were, we were you know, on the way to the European final, you know, the Europa League final and stuff. But, but we're looking at him. He was he was absolutely electric and he was, he, he was one of the players that had most excited me in watching any game that season. So I was speaking about him a lot and then when we were linked to him, I thought, bloody hell, you know, I'd love that. But then when I seen 30 million, I was like, fucking hell, 30 million. But now it looks like the big. No, but you look at it now as well, 30 million for a player like that's a bargain. Look at this no, market the way it is. Yeah, and then you're thinking of paying what 50, 60 million for the sub from Sporting Lisbon. Yeah, it, it's, it's just won't happen. It, it is. You know, we're not. We're not gonna. We're not gonna do that. It, it, we've got a, We will break our transfer record. No list below that. They are happy to do that, and people call them frauds, FSG. But they are. You know, and maybe that was part of our problem is saying we had two hundred million. But look around the market, Kaita for sixty million or Sigerson for fifty. Exactly. You tell me what you want. You know, that's what I mean. Cater will be a good investment in the future as well. Look at the market and how much it's developing. Soon there'll be players going for like 150 million, and you'll look at them and think Cater was a bargain. Same as what we're doing with them um, with, with with Mane now. It's got to stop at some point, but I don't see it being this. You know, again, they're talking about the next Premier League. They'll be three times the size of it now because Facebook are now involved in quoting on it and stuff. Yeah. So, it, it, the, the bubble isn't about to burst anytime soon. And to be honest, I've got a, a few American friends and I've said, well, this, bu- this bubble's going to definitely fucking burst. He says, we all said the same about the NFL and the, the basketball back in the 80s and 90s when people started to get 100 grand there. You know, yeah. and it never did. It's now even bigger where, you know, baseball and baseball as well, where they, they get 300 odd grand a week regularly. It's just, it's not, it, it's a dumb thing. So they it, it, it just find, it just become more and more commercialised and, you know, we're now opening up to, you know, the chat. You know, I think the deal in 2000 and something like 14 for the international rights was something stupid like three million quid, right? Three yeah. million pounds for Singapore. This year, just gone, it was a billion pounds for one year. And that three million quid was like for three years. It was a billion pounds. So you think the Premier League haven't had to do anything for that. It's not just to employ anyone. That's pure one billion pound profit to be handed to the clubs and the Premier League. So... You think of the next international rights when everyone else wants to be involved and you go, right, fucking Facebook, we'll pay three billion for that because we want to get people streaming through our site and up our numbers and get people charging five pounds for an account, et cetera, et cetera. Because mm-hmm. it's not like BT. BT are coming in and going, oh, well, we'll give you two billion, but they've got a maximum audience in this country of 55 million people. So that's what, you know, 20 million homes. Who's really going to pay for it? With Facebook worldwide. They could charge their, their one billion people five pounds, and everyone will be able to watch the games. And they've got five billion quid. They'll pay three, and they'll make two. But you know, it's it's totally different. That's how globalized it's going to get, and that's um, that's why the bubble's not going to be. Sorry, sorry to go into that economic topic, <laughs> but no, no. But that's why I see that yeah. you're right. You are complete, I'm, I'm endorsing that you're right. Is thirty million was seen fucking hell for money last year. You're mad. Now, you know, thirty. Now you look at it's a bargain. You, it's a snip, yeah. So, yeah. Next, you're right, next year, we might look at Kate and go, fucking hell, we only got him for 65 million, wow. Exactly. Wow. But you look at, what are your thoughts on um, MNA Champions Cut and contract situation and Juventus obviously coming in for them as well? Do you know, I, I, I haven't heard of the, I've heard of the end of Juventus' interest. I haven't heard of a bid. It's, you know, as you said, it's um, before there's other people on Twitter that said there's a bid. Um, again, I did, he, he, he finalised his contract before he went to the, the Confederations Cup and when he got back, He'll be signing a contract. Um, I've given Chan a lot of shit in the past, but you know he was one of the players that stepped up towards the end of the season, and yeah, I think his last ten games were, were, were almost perfection, and he was a leader. Um, would you would you be starting him over um, over Henderson? Um, well, I think Henderson gets stuck in a lot more than Chan. I think the no, different it's not players. Just that, though. Henderson has captaincy rights and stuff like that. Obviously, there'll be. But will he? Will he? You know, uh, again. You know, I'm He's not. Be Captain Henderson. Henderson isn't but it depends if Robertson comes in over Milner and Chan comes in over Henderson. Who's going to be captain? No, it's it depends. You know, lads, there's there's some. Again, it's fucking how do you say it? Um, even with you know Van Dyke's being sold a dream at Liverpool, why would he pick yeah. Liverpool over almost any club in the world that he could go to? Because I'm not being nasty. We love Liverpool. They're fucking great. But we, we finished fourth last year and. Um, the likelihood to win the league anytime very soon is, is, is remote and it would be something different if we did so yeah. my personal belief is that within time Van Dyke would be 
will maybe be captain anyway. Uh, Henderson, I love Henderson. I think he's great. I think him and Chan are totally different players, so I wouldn't like to um, predict who would not play. But it'd be great to see us play them different times in different games. We know that Henderson's got an injury issue, so he's mm-hmm. not going to play every game anyway, so there's no point building a team around him at this point. Yeah, well, wow, do, you, do you think we're going to win silverware this year with the team we've got? I think we have to. Yeah, I don't think there's a. I think I don't be wrong. Love Klopp. Love that we finished fourth. But I love winning a pot. I love. I, you know, my, you looked at our season the season before. And it was fucking crap. But if we'd have won the League Cup and the Europa League like United did, it'd have been the best season going. But you look like at it United as well. Season. Yeah. Uh, Rogers when he got sacked, he was going on about oh yeah, this is a third. He's the first manager to go three seasons without silverware. This is going to be a uh, Klopp's well. Technically, this is going to be Klopp's third season. So this is vital, I think, for him to win silverware, even if it's just League Cup. It's yeah, still silverware. the thing is, he got us to finals, Klopp, and he got us to two finals, and then yeah. he got us to top four last season. So, I won't, don't get me wrong, I wouldn't be calling on him if we didn't win um, silverware, but we progressed in the league, and the Champions League, we got quite far. But I would love, I love it, and everyone goes mad. And I think it's maybe the, the, the local fans that wanted a day out, if you like, where people want more, you know, success in the league and the Champions League. Um, mm-hmm. I'd love a cup. It's like last season. I said United season for what they spent was shit until they won the Europa League. Then it was amazing, and it was amazing. But it was the yeah. same with us. We got beat by City in the League Cup final, and then we got beat by um, Sevilla. Sevilla as well. So it's one of them. Whereby if them two games had gone our way, that would have been how, how good of a start would that have been for Klopp? He didn't come in till the October, the end of October, and then Bosch. That exactly. It's it, it, it been beautiful. Wow, what do you think Klopp's best game's been so far? Oh, fuck so hell, far. Eh. <laughs> Dortmund. I love no, Dortmund. No, and I, I had the best on us when we when we three one down. So, um, I'd, yeah, twenty quid on us at. Um, I was at, at that game as well. It was yeah. amazing. The atmosphere was fantastic and stuff. Oh. That, that that was an amazing game, but it really counted for nothing in the end, didn't it? Because we didn't win exactly. It. If we um, had a one that. So I don't be... know. There's the certain game. Do you know what was one of the best performances last season? It was Spurs away. I know it was only one-one, but we limited them to so much, and then we did the things we wanted to do well. We missed so many chances. You know, Coutinho missed a tapping, if you remember, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, um, Amani was great, and um, I was at the away game because um, I went there and I had to rush to get to the, the rugby league final. So it's one of them whereby it's. I, I take. I take real pleasure in the games where, because everyone says, oh, Pochettino and Tottenham are great. And to be honest, we had the measure of them both times we played them to, to quite a degree, to be honest, quite an embarrassing degree. So um, I like games like that where people are big up the team and Kane's the world beater, which he is. He's a great player and um, Deli Ali, And then we just limit them so much. I love that sort of thing. So I don't know. Maybe I like the way he's set up against the top six all the time. I like it. Well, what team are you? Well, what team are you feeling next year? Like, if anyone? None. No, I'll be honest. I think um, I think City. I I I I really rate Guardiola. I think he'll change English football. In those sounds they're cringing. Every, and I've got me to say he's a fucking fraud. He has to spend seven hundred million every time he and he inherited Iniesta and Busquets and Xavi and Messi. And I can see the side of it. And then Bayern Munich because the difference in every other league. For Barca, for Real and for Bayern Munich is they only play a few big games a year in the league and then, you know, I think Bayern Munich were resting like seven players before they were playing Arsenal in the Champions League where Arsenal played Man United away and couldn't couldn't rest anyone. And it's just tough in our league because every week is competitive um, and in their league they can rest. Where I think while the other will change, I, I've been saying for years we need to have our, our, our reserves because he, he gave an interview and he says the youngsters don't compete, so we need our reserves in like League Two or even the Conference. So they're getting smashed every week by big hard centre halves and stuff. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. And I think I think we'll bring that. You know, the way Barcelona and all that and Juventus they have teams in the lower leagues. I think that'll happen here with with him here. Um, we're sitting there before as well talking about our midfield and how good it is with the depth and stuff like that when Cater comes in. But you look at Bayern Munich's midfield as well, who they've. Uh, brought in it's no wonder like they i think they'll win the champions league this season as well oh, uh, he looks quite good what's his name Tuliso, yeah Corinthian Tuliso. yeah he does look quite good 
But that's even the thing, is he even got to be a regular starter, Kimmich, Renato Sanchez? It's like... I'm sitting but there there's talk that they, they, they there's talk that they, they, this players will leave them, isn't it? You know, yeah. they, what what Bayern Munich do well is, and Everton have done it this season is, and Everton have done it in the past where you bring the players in before you sell your players because if you bring the players in, everyone knows you've got to sell. So, it's, you know, if you sorry, if you get big money, everyone knows you've got big money. So if they sold the car, yeah. everyone would have said, Sandra, we want extra two million, you know, we want extra four, or we want extra this, you know. So they bought them players first because they didn't have the Lukaku money. And that's what Bayern Munich do. Every did they buy all the players in, and then there's talk that they'll get rid of a few. Um, I don't see them for the Champions League personally. I just think they always come up that little bit short. They haven't yeah. got that magic for me. No, the way Ribery was, Ribery's getting older now, but they haven't got that little turn of magic. With Real Madrid, they've got like four players that can bail Ronaldo and um, you know Rodriguez, who doesn't even make the squad, and or you know they got that magic. He's gone Bayern now, anyway. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, but maybe that's it. Maybe he is their bit of magic. But they don't... I, I think they're just a very efficient German machine. Do you know what I mean? I don't think... Yeah. I think they've come up a bit short. Um, like like against Juventus, um, essentially. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's, you know, who's going to make that little bit of a difference and no one could? Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, where do you think we're going to get in the Champions League this year? Where do you think... Yeah, <laughs> uh, on on his day, Klopp can Klopp, Klopp can uh, match it with anyone, can't he? Look at what we've done against the top six. It's if it's if if, if fucking if, when we play the shit teams in the Champions League, I worry. If we play Juventus, we'll be all right in Real Madrid, you know, because he gets us up against the top six. It's when we play away to fucking Hull or something that I'll, you know that we shit ourselves. So um, I, I think we'll get past the group stages if we get the people like Van Dijk and Kaita. These are players that are unknown in the Champions League, essentially. Okay, Van Dijk might have played for well, Celtic there. Experience in the Champions League. Yeah, it's Celtic. For Celtic, he's got experience playing against bigger teams and stuff like that. But uh, as you said, just then as well, we're bound to draw like an elite team as well in the group stage. Yeah, like we did in fourteen, we did in fourteen fifteen. We got Real Madrid, got smashed by them because we played. But we had, we had, we had two shit teams. <laughs> Who do we have? Yeah. Ludogorets. Who did we have Ludogorets and Ball as well? We should have went through there. Fuck me, you know what I mean? It's 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 a bit pathetic that we didn't. Um, and I think everyone knows. That. I think Rodgers has said that since that he was too naive, which he was. But it's well, we came a long way since then. <laughs> yeah, and I think tactically and technically, and you know, Champions League nights. How up are we going to be for it with Klopp? Mm-hmm. You know, Klopp in the chat. Oh, that, yeah, I love that tune, that the flag in the middle shaking up and down before the match. I can't fucking wait. And then my season tickets have already got automatic tickets for it and all that. I can't wait. I think it's such a big achievement. And I'm Just getting past, getting past the qualifiers as well, because we've got a few good teams to play in the qualifiers who yeah, we could potentially draw. It's going to be a little bit... our biggest team, Nice. Uh, Hoffenheim as well. They finished third. We can't get the... Hoffenheim, can we? Okay. They finished third in the I Bundesliga, I think. Uh, no, 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 I think it comes down to seed. Oh, did Dortmund finish yeah, third? Yeah, yeah, that was it. It, it, it. All the results we needed, because we wanted like Dortmund, and all these other teams that were like quite good teams, every single result on the last day of last season happened for us, for, for us to play a lesser type of, of, of team. Because I remember looking at it and they were saying, we need this, this and this, and I thought, do we do a little hacker? Oh no, because that's not all going to come off, and it did. And I was going to the <laughs> Yeah, you definitely yeah. should have. Yeah, but I, I think it'd be better us having the home tie first. Do you think? A bit more confidence. Yeah, we but we had the home tie against Ludogorets first, didn't we? And we only won that game, and then the rest of the games either to do or lost. So goes to show. It's not always the home tie which helps well, first. Did you notice, Brandon? It didn't take Champions League or Europa League seriously because it used to play like Suso or Jordan Westinger. Or have you been out in the, in the in the group stages and like I don't understand why he did that. He didn't prioritise it. No, no, that's that's no, true that actually. Uh, Klopp takes it a lot more like serious. That's a good thing about him as well. Because... But the thing is with him, he's not gonna want us to be embarrassed. He'll eat hate no, exactly. fucking hate that one he so he will take it seriously. I think we all will take it seriously. What what do you lads what do you lads reckon on um like the new CEO? Uh, Peter Moore. Yeah, I think he. I think he's a laugh to be fair as well on Twitter and stuff like that. But I think he's more serious. He's got more ambition for the club and stuff like that. 
Yeah. And I think he knows what he's doing. And it's it's a good thing to have. Because who was it that we used to have like Rick Parry and stuff like that? And he didn't look... Um, yeah, he was a little bit of a mess, weren't he? And before um, Peter Moore, we had Ian Eyre. You think he was our CEO, weren't he? Yeah, but you know, I, even him, he wasn't very good at the time as well. He got slated all the time, but I don't think Peter Moore's like that. If you look at him, he's ambitious. Yeah, with with Ian Air, you know, I've always I've always defended the fact that I think Ian Air got a bad end of the stick. We grew more commercially under him than anyone else we've ever grown with, and I think it was a local lad and there's something that we liked. And I think what did him was that um, Liverpool, you know, that Liverpool program that was on, and he was on on a Harley, <laughs> and people just didn't relate to him. I think with Peter Moore, I went. I love the Twitter thing that he's interacting with fans and he's taking the piss. Um, yeah. with certain things with transfers and stuff like that where he's saying you know announce more P players more players and all that stuff like and I, I like that I like that he's integrated in the city and stuff like that the biggest thing I like is you know the links have gone a bit quiet and yeah. it's literally since he's come in so what he's doing with his team is very very right you know he's, he's getting his team close and he's making people accountable for anything that comes out and you know long may may, may go on and you know, the, the, the you know he worked for EA Sports. You know, is is there a, there's there's not many bigger brands, bar maybe Apple and Coca Cola and things than that. And um, again, went through sustained growth with them. So hopefully he can bring that to Liverpool and you know and, and uh, push on. Really, we'll we'll just uh, it's it's all a waiting game, isn't it? Because the first couple of months he's been well, the first few weeks he's been really funny and engaging with fans and. We'll see how it goes because I'm sure he'll get a lot of shit if to, if we don't. Sign oh yeah, definitely. Dyke, definitely. Royce, Messi, and Suarez. <laughs> so, um, but but if he ever does listen to the pod, please don't get Suarez over anyone else. Sir. I absolutely love that man. So there we go. Oh, do you think he's gonna ever come back when he's when no Suarez? No, no. I don't think. No, I, I, I don't. I think he'll. I think he'd probably stay in Spain if he was leaving Barcelona. I don't see him leaving Barcelona. I think he could be one of them that he played Barcelona and then when they said, oh, you're a bit too old if he's, even if that's in a year or two years or three, I think he'd probably just pack in and go and play yeah. five aside with his mate to something. Do you know I, mean? I don't. I honestly don't know. I don't think he'd come back. I know there's been How loads of... Old he um, How old is he? He's 30 now. 30. He's got... Yeah. Yeah, he's, but he's, he's never blessed with... He's never... He never depends on his pace, did he, or anything. It's in his brain him, and he's that <laughs> clever of a player. I think he'll get better as he gets older, if I'm honest. So... It's one of them whereby, you know, he'll play at a top level since he's 33, 34, 35, in my opinion. Because he's never had an injury as well. He's never had exactly. a knee or a hip or an operation. You know, you could sh- I- I've seen people shoot him and he was all right. You know what I mean? He's, <laughs> he's, he's fucking made of steel. Um, I'd love him back over almost anyone. Even, you know, there's them, them, the Mbapplings. 100% if Mbapp said, I want to go to Liverpool, Liverpool would find the money and buy him. That's no doubt. I, I, well, that's one million percent. And we, we are in the, 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 the discussion for him. My feeling is he loves Madrid. Madrid are selling players to be able to afford him. He'll go Madrid. Um, or PSG because they're the biggest team in this country. If he comes to the UK, you're going to have City interest that you can offer him the fucking Prince, uh, you know, King's Ransom. Um, and, and the same with you know, other people. So it's one of them whereby we would love it, but, but it won't happen. But I'd rather have Suarez anyway. I've always yeah. said it. No, I think he'll stay at the under-18s for a few years, but he'll obviously progress higher, go to the under-21s, reserves, blah, blah, blah. I don't he know, to be fair. Do. It depends how yeah. he finds it, do you know what I mean? Exactly, um, because he hasn't even managed, has he managed the game yet? He's only managed training sessions and stuff like that, hasn't he? He started the other week. Yeah, he started training sessions and stuff like that, but you'll have to see how he does during games. And you know what, you never know, I'm not being funny with you, dear. He got offered the Milton Keynes job. What if he does do well and then someone, I don't know, fucking... What if Reading come in for him or, yeah. you know, a decent team, a whole... Or someone who says, yeah, I know a decent manager with a bit of ambition, a chairman, a bit of ambition, says to him, lucky or um, Villa or whoever, we've got a bit of money here. It's in distance of his house, you know, it's only a couple of hours drive. It's, it's all right. It's a nice driver and that's the Martin as well. So it's one of them whereby, you know, will it happen whereby... He, he just goes and manages somewhere else. And I think that's what what's needed as well. Sometimes it's not healthy to stay somewhere. And everyone will come back to me and go, but Guardiola did it and stuff like that. They're, 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 they're not the rule. Him and Enrique 
Um, they're not the ruler. They, they're one in a million, do you know what I mean? Look at every other club. They're not bringing managers through from the fucking youth team and stuff every, exactly. every year. There's not that many so, top players that go on to become good managers, though, is there? Well, I know you've got, well, Zidane, Enrique Zidane. Zidane. Yeah. Yeah, but that's what I mean. You but don't really see top players retired and then going into that. Yeah. It's, it's a, as I say, we'll, we'll, we'll see with them, but I, I, I don't think he... I think he might have to go and get some experience elsewhere because... What what are we gonna do? Because we like see we get rid of Klopp, and what if Klopp's creates a dynasty? I want Klopp to be here for the next ten years if that's the case. Because continuity yeah. is more, a, a successful continuity is where you know Ferguson said that the reason he was so good is because he knew the league inside and out, he knew the referees inside and out, he knew the FA inside and out, and the continuity of he was the top dog meant everything. So we need a bit of continuity. We used to be a club that had you know three managers in something like twenty six years. You know, I think we've had 26 managers in, you know, since, <laughs> no, since then. So, yeah. do you know what I mean? We need a bit of bit of time where we stick with one manager now. But I think Gerard's basically promised the next job. I think Klopp wants him to... I can't see Klopp, I can't see Klopp ever getting sacked or anything like that, though. The most no. I can see Klopp doing is retiring at Liverpool or just leaving and taking the uh, sabbatical like he did at Dortmund as well. But I thought he would have... I'd never thought I'd see him ever like leave Dortmund or anything like that either. I thought he would have stayed there for the rest of his career, like Ferguson did at um, United, because he's just he's so suited to Dortmund as well. But then again, but look at, yeah, the, the players I would have picked that when they retire become managers, um, would have been Carragher and Neville, and they've, they've yeah. just realised yeah, fuck that. Well, Neville, Neville was terrible at managing as well, <laughs> but I think he went to the wrong place. Valencia, I suppose. Neville went to the wrong place. He shouldn't have went to Spain. But some of these players as well, you know, who was he? Who's the manager? Giggs, Look at Giggs. Giggs. Giggs won't take a job outside the Premier League. Yeah. You know, what, what sort of divine rights has he got to manage in the Premier League? It's, it's, it's bizarre to me. I think you've got to go, you know, try and do it elsewhere um, where you can build a culture, a team, and bring the fans into it and stuff. I don't think, I don't think you can just say, I'm only managing if it's Liverpool or the Premier League. And I'd be a bit disappointed if 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 Gerard did that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we're gonna have to bring the podcast to an end now. I'd like to thank Graham for being on and Jack from Anafair Express. The podcast mm-hmm. will be on by tonight or tomorrow morning at later. So thanks for being on, guys. No worries. Appreciate that. Thanks, guys. See you later. Take it easy. Bye now. Bye. Bye. bye.